Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Hello, everyone, to our November show. We are coming to you live from the Hope Interfaith Center in Mankato, Minnesota. And I always like to be addressed, so if you're ever in town, please stop by. It's on 114 Pole Road in Mankato, Minnesota. It is an honor to be with you tonight from our Temple of Light. There is a wise spiritual teaching that states that at any given moment, we are always being confronted with exactly what we need to experience in order to progress us into a higher level of awakening. This means that if you only tune in to the universe at this very moment, it is going to offer us access to some very specific spiritual insights and instructions for our life path. So as always, I say to our listeners that this moment of now, to listen to this with your open heart, open mind, open soul, we always do this with love, but we tend to push the envelope a little bit farther than most. We want you to be open to exactly what will be happening here at the show, but mostly to the energy that will be coming in. My intent as always doing these shows is to provide advanced levels of insight from various teachers to help encourage your spiritual evolution. Each show will guide you into a new area of exploration. And I'm proud of that, that it guides you into a new area of exploration. I am fully aware that we have our own inner master to aid all of us in our spiritual journey. But to put that inner master together with external inspiration can generate a momentum that can create a force to be reckoned with. Tonight, it is my hope that you will experience direct experiential contact with other spiritual realities of this universe that you will feel the energy that's coming through where we will set that intention for this to happen so all we need to do is open up our minds and hearts and as always you just say to spirit I intend to fully be present to fully show up and to fully allow the energy that will come through the energy Dearest Masters, make it only be of the highest vibrational frequency and be the frequency of love and light. Spirit always, always, always wants me to personally thank two people who continue to help me produce these programs. And without their help, this show would not go on. First, to my assistant, Jody Schultz, and to Tom Westland for constantly helping me touch so many souls. We have had a remarkable response to our programs over a short period of time. We have had 17,000 hits. And this is only our ninth month and our ninth show. We only had one show a month. And we now have over 17,000 hits. So um, we have had a very good opportunity to touch many people, and I thank all of you. We even had a guest since that time of nine months from Canada. So we've gone international. And if you have missed any of our programs, then go back to our archives. I would encourage you and to tune into them. And they are always there to provide you with an opportunity to listen to them at your convenience. Also, before we get started tonight, I wanted you to let you know that you can call our program tonight. The number is 213-559-559. 274. I'm going to say that again. 213-559-2974. 
just press the number one, and Tom, uh, the producer of the show, will be the first one you will talk to, and we'll get your question as soon as possible. Now, this is very exciting for me. Um, let me introduce to you our following guest tonight. Um, our guest tonight will be Suzanne Grandin. She is an innovative visionary, a self-proclaimed spatial being that has been sent to planet Earth during this time of our great, great shift and transition. She is here to infuse higher frequencies of unity consciousness into the planetary grids of this universe. She is here as an energetic specialist, an activator, a harmonizer, whose presence interacts with individual and universal fields through resonance to bring forth awakening and remembrance in preparation for humanity's evolutionary leap in the days ahead. Suzanne has come to know herself as a 44th dimensional being that was sent from the multiverse, the multi-universe, to be born here as a star seed in a human body upon Earth. As an ambassador to this universe, her experiences include integrations of spiritual, celestial, and extraterrestrial lineage. She is here along with thousands and thousands of other light workers who have answered the call and has come to do planetary service under the directions of Ascended Masters and the Councils of Light. Suzanne is coming to us live tonight via phone from Sedona, Arizona. She's been doing a lot of energy work there and creation there. She has been living there since 2011. Prior to that, she has lived in Egypt for four years. Suzanne's primary focus is overall the upliftment of consciousness and the emergence of a peaceful human species. Once again, if you have any questions, and I would encourage you to call if you do have any questions. There's not very often do we get the chance to call in and talk to a 44th dimensional being. The number is 213-559-2974. Hello, my sweet Suzanne. How are you, my dear? Oh, dear Hope, I am very well. Thank you. And I am very excited to be here today with you and all the listeners who are joining us in the now, whether it be live or at other times in the archives. And I want to also thank you for having me as a guest today. I have been encouraged to do this as it appears that it is time for me to share these energies with a larger audience and to tell a little bit more about my own life experiences. Well, I know that when we had a chance to talk um, in, a, in the last three or four months, we've talked about the work that you have been doing, the work that you actually have been doing all of your life. And for me, I know it's always an honor to talk to those people who are who've come out of the closet, per se, and who do it with grace and dignity. And when I was on with Dave the Mystic, I kept on telling him that I loved his energy because he didn't have the energy of the ego at all. I couldn't feel that. I couldn't sense that. And so I embraced his material completely. This, the same with you is when we've talked. Um, I've, I have felt that you are so much the real deal from the, from the beings of love and light and that have come here to planet Earth to help us. So I, I thank you for being on the show. It's a very um, special opportunity for us. Oh, thank so, you. It's my honor. Well, the first question that I wanted to ask you tonight, Dara, is is how did you how did you come to know that you were a spatial being here on Earth, or did you always know this? Did you have to awaken to this? How did that come about for you? Well, I have to say that we are each unique individuals, and I realized that I was highly unusual at a very young age. In fact, I have memories of being in the womb um, and really in a 
kind of a still state and observing all that was taking place in the world around me as it was uh, quite unfamiliar in many ways. And I know that I'm not the only one who felt that they came from elsewhere and that they never quite fit in. I wondered why people thought and acted as they did. It made no sense to me. And um, I also remember that I, I developed patterns of keeping the peace and using my gifts to know what others wanted so that I could, you know, help them get it and, and uh, you know, make things easier and, and find my way to fit in in that way. But I, I was confused because I thought people wanted to know the truth when they would ask a question, and I soon discovered that this was not always the case. So I began to shut down some of my gifts and to still wonder, you know, where are all my people or, you know, what uh-huh. is this really all about? And I was, I was given a few angels in my life, as we always have someone that's sent in to, you know, keep us um, – sane as we might say or to give us give us that that little boost that we need and um and i did have that in my life and they acted in ways that allowed me to see myself within their eyes and to know that yes i was different but we were all different and i was just different in these unique ways and that i would come to learn how to use my gifts and um, some of my gifts were honored uh, in my family line, on both the mother and father's side, it was customary for at least some of the people to be able to communicate with the relatives as they were passing over. And so this gift remained active, and I was able to communicate with many on other planes. In fact, most of my teachers all my life, or those that were here to guide me, came in from the other planes. I have had a few that were physical teachers or there to um, help me in my discernment or help to, to you know, make sure that I could trust myself and um, keep me on my path, as we would say. So I am eternally grateful for being able to have the opportunity to be on Earth, and I had no idea consciously in those early days of all that would was ahead of me i know i had agreed to come in and now i'm quite comfortable with all that i know about myself and the ways the many ways that i'm able to function but it was quite a mystery until um when i was 16 i was uh given an opportunity to travel to japan hong kong and hawaii with um other relatives and uh there was an earthquake as soon as we came into hong kong and then when we landed in hawaii a few hours later the rains began to come and I never understood what this was about until many years later when I had a Cherokee mentor who was uh, helping me for about five years to to really discern and, and, and learn and know and, and fine-tune a lot of my gifts. Uh, and it was then that I began to understand how I was working with the grids, as many are here doing, and releasing and balancing and harmonizing Earth's living fields. And as time went on, um, in 1973 and 74 was when I had a major, or we might say, awakening. Um, I felt very guided. I had been working uh, in Ithaca, New York, at Cornell University in the Center for Religion, Ethics, and Social Policy, doing um, what we called the Salt Mine Theater Group and overseeing community art and communication. (laughs) It was a natural step from my my training at Ithaca College in technical theater and film, where I had people like Rod Serling as instructors who kept that wow. doorway open to the other dimension. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had many, many wonderful people, and it's a very um, alive and creative area, and much like Sedona, but in a slightly different way. But people would get together there, and we would just be able to do things because we wanted to. And uh, so we created many, many different uh, things within the, the arts and uh, had social issues as a part of that. And um, it was wonderful, and then that contract was ending. And I felt very guided. Um, I connected with a man who was um, originally from the area but had had been in Netherlands, in Amsterdam, and I knew that I was to travel back with him to Amsterdam. And this is prior to Ray Moody's book on near-death experiences coming out, and um, the two of us basically went through the adjustments and the preparations for a double conscious soul exchange so in other words each of us went through the process and received a soul cord exchange that was referred to later as walk-ins 
Uh, and, and that experience took maybe two years overall to fully integrate, to take care of the physical body. We came in with a mission, and I remember distinctly when we had done all the preparations, you know, changed our diet, did the energy work, a lot of different things vibrationally, and then on a certain day, we just said that's it, and we laid down and in a period of about two hours and 20 minutes by the clock, our souls were exchanged and what we could remember was coming in from the golden light and downloading all of this energy as our memories were kind of being erased or or programmed into us. But we held on to the colors and we held on to the geometries and uh, soon after, we, we lived in a little tiny flat in kind of the central area of Amsterdam in the middle of a city and um, the, the houses there are very narrow and you would climb up the stairway turning sideways almost like a ladder. It wasn't quite a ladder but it was yeah. very steep and very small and we were on the top level so ours opened with a trap door and then you were up in the top flat and soon after we had gone through this uh, coming into the body, we had someone knock on our door and walk in. It was open, it wasn't locked and it was a a Dutch woman that we knew who had actually come to visit the man below us who wasn't home, and so she wanted to visit with us for a little while. And she did, and she gave us all the updates on the neighborhood and the news of what was happening. And then she was ready to leave, and she turned to us and she said, hmm, you two look different somehow. Oh, well, and away she went. (laughs) We quickly locked the door and laid down and began to go through our very intense integration. So that was, you know, something I was not exactly ready for, but it certainly opened the doors to understanding and to being consciously functioning um, as a multidimensional being. So that was, that was a major, major point in my life. <laughs> and there were many other exchanges after that time as well. So, so how many exchanges do you, do you know that you had so far? Well, when I look back over it, um, linear time is not exactly my best suit, but as near as I can figure, it it has been 10 major soul exchanges with different natured beings that came in for at least a year or more. And within that time, there were special opportunities, such as when I was uh, working on the medicine wheel or something else, where I was bringing in um, a new being uh, for a shorter period of time, just for a specific project or purpose, uh, to seed some energies or, or do something in particular. Um, and I know Christina Rose was there during some of those to assist me, and I'm eternally grateful for her and her abilities to also um, assist at a distance as well as up close. Um, and I have always been given someone, I'll just say that. Even in Amsterdam, we had the homeopath, and we had many willing people who were willing to translate books and to you know, assist us with the herbs that we might need or the reflexology wow. or, uh, you know, we did the breathing and the yoga, we picked up essence of flowers back then, which was flower essences from near Fintorn, and now we call it aromatherapy, but that was back in 1973 and 74, so uh, it's been a long journey, and um, Mm -hmm. and each and every one of these beings have just been marvelous. It has all been done with my permission, and whenever I had a request, it was always honored, and... uh, you know, I was also fortunate to have uh, a beautiful friend who's an artist who was able to do soul drawings of spirit drawings of three different uh, embodiments. And one was done about two hours after the cord had been exchanged, and that was a being from Cygnus that came in. And so she just, you know, opened up and allowed the art. And she still does this for others as well, but I. I can't tell you how many times I pick those drawings up and really just let my whole soul resonate with it. It really nurtures me in many ways, reminds me of who I am in a good Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell our listeners what it means to be from the 44th dimension? Well, that's a very good question, and I have to say that's a question I asked probably all my life. At the moment, I, I had this number 44 in my head, and I'd say, well, 33 is Christ vibration. What's the 44? Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've always been uh, kind of keyed into it without really having the language or having any point of reference. And whenever I would go to the books or, you know, teachers or whatever, I, I never found anything that I wasn't. I mean, maybe there's something there, but I, I always seem to be able to 
resonate with all the categories or all the experiences, and that confused me as well as kept me going. And so what I what I would say to begin with is that I did know that I came into this earth on the blue ray, and that's God's will in service. And many other starseeds and walk-ins have also come in on this ray. Yeah, I'm um, on the blue ray and, as well. So. Yeah, many. And, mm-hmm. and I can say that um, the number 13 and also the number 44 seem to be very prominent in many of our fields as well, and I could equate the 13 to the... Um, the energetic of ascension when you look into the uh, nature of the numbers and the cycles, the 13 uh, fits prominently there. But also um, the work that I do and have done has often been with the Ascended Masters, and um, Master El Moria in particular was one that I served under or through or under the direction of also with the Arcturians who coordinate everything um, as far as the planetary involvement with Earth uh, and have for a long time. So all of this came together to be aspects that would help me have some idea. But I think before I really say about the 44, let me just do a brief run-through of what the different dimensions are and, and what a, a dimension is. And then we'll we'll get up as far as 12, and then we'll just kind of take the leap to 44, okay. I guess. Yeah, that's great. Okay. <laughs> Okay, a dimension is basically, we could think of it as a frequency. It's uh, an organized plane of existence. And with our consciousness, which is basically awareness, we resonate with the frequency of a dimension. And as we get to the human, um, we also need to combine several of these dimensions to make another leap to the next one. So as we begin with um, the idea of what it is to be or multidimensional in consciousness, that's the ability to be in more than one dimension and to be aware of it. And I will say that I think all humans, or at least most, all that I've come to know, have this 5D consciousness within us. It's sleeping because it hasn't yet been awakened or we're not resonating in that frequency always to recognize it. I came in as a multidimensional being and that experience I had in the early 70s was my way of really amping up into activation of that multidimensional consciousness. But this is the place where many people are beginning to awaken and and open into the five-dimensional consciousness as Mother Earth or Gaia is doing. So let's just say that the first dimension, really the mineral kingdom, and for the human, that would equate to the five senses. So if you can see it and touch it and feel it and hear it and all those things that come with proving that it exists, that's the five senses. And we really interact because our bodies are minerals and water and also the genetic codes, and we interact with the individual molecules. So the awareness is is not the same as what we have later on. But this is really our foundation of our physical bodies. And I think this is why we say we need to connect with Mother Earth. And so if you haven't yet done that, that's a really good thing to do. Two dimensions, the second dimensional consciousness, would be where the plants and the lower animal kingdoms are. And for the human, that's the lower brain and the autonomic service, uh, I'm sorry, autonomic nervous system. And that's where we regulate our body functions. We, they say we do not have self-awareness here. It's not yet recognized, but that definition is also expanding at this time. You might recognize this area as the instincts, like a lot of the indigenous people, primitive peoples. They had access to the basic instincts. And they had a, a respect and lived in harmony, and that's a part of that, resonating with that dimension. And then when we get to the 3D consciousness, many of us are quite aware that this is the conscious world. And this is where the higher animals experience group soul 
So many of you who interact with horses and other animals or, or if you recognize dolphins or, or other animals that would be considered the higher animals, you recognize that they are not, even though they're present in the moment, they are really functioning as a group soul. And for the humans, this is where we have the individual soul. And this is where we practice how we are creating so that we become aware that our thoughts manifest or that we have something to do with creating the reality around us. So it's the consciousness. And it's really survival mode. It has three stages. You know, you come in as a baby and you grow on. It's not by age, but it's, it's stages or phases. And so we come in as the survival with the powerlessness and the victim stances, a uh, victim of circumstances and, and that sort of thing. And we move on into the personal power in the second stage. We learn to make choices and that our choices are going to bring about various experiences. And then we get into the, the later years or later stage, which is where we actually become responsible and dependable. We realize our impact and we have a greater sense of self-esteem and a greater sense of confidence. So we are mastering our ability to, to create within this slowed down reality of 3D consciousness. And then we get to what has been uh, more like the fourth dimension. Um, and the fourth dimension is, is going to really take us um, expanding us uh, in, in many ways. It's, it's, the, it's still polarized like in 3D. However, um, it's where the physical, it's, it's the last vibration where we actually have physical bodies that contain our individual consciousness. So we can shift forms, we're a little more fluid, it's, it's beyond time, we can step in and out, we have dreams, we astral travel. It's really all outside of the constraints and limitations of time. And here's where we can really take our creativity with our passion and emotion and spirituality, and we can really increase our awareness here. And for many, I will just say that imagination is really a key that can open the door to the higher existence. So we, we really want to do that. Yeah. And then when we get on into um, the... I want to mention the astral body because the astral body has lower and higher, or there are many subplanes, shall we say, within that fourth dimension. And this is where we have, you know, the emotional, the mental, the causal, and the spiritual plane. And the higher part of that astral plane is the spiritual, which contains the I am presence. And this is where we get the spiritual guidance. Now, many might be familiar with the I am teachings, and this is a way of, you know, identifying I am at one with God, or I, I am this and I am that. And I've gone through a lot of exercises in my life over the years, and at one point I came to the realization that I am the plant, I am the blade of grass, I am this and I am that. So it's a way of, of coming into um, a sense of oneness with all life. And then if you have not yet attained some level of fourth dimension, you really can't yet come to the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension is where we might say pure consciousness begins. This is beyond all the judgment, and this is where we realize ourselves to be multidimensional beings. And it's really a major step, and I think you'd say many of us are in that process now. It's where we live in spiritual unity constantly but we also do have individual experience as well so we are the individual experiencing the oneness or the unity consciousness of spirit and we are androgynous and our light bodies are no longer carbon based and so we are now, you know, becoming um, accelerated. The, the cells in our bodies, the light itself, has a higher awareness. And in this state, we really do not require physical suffering to learn. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And we do not need the protection. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so we walk uh-huh. in a vibration that holds its own cohesive form of love. And there is no fear here. 
Fear will not cross the threshold and live. It might come in for an instant, but when it comes, that person's vibration will go back down into a lower dimension to be cleared. So really coming fully into what is known as fifth dimensional consciousness, all creation is in harmony with divine will of God, goddess, all that is by whatever name. And it is unconditional. I, I like to use the word pure love or purified love um, that maintains a constant connection with the spiritual self. And this is what we're all in some sort of a process of right now, including our dear planet Gaia. And just to reiterate, there is no feeling of limitation. And therefore, we can be in and aware of the lower vibrations as well. We can uh-huh. walk in and out of you know, 3D and, and, and be fine with it. Because we're in our fifth dimensional self, we realize or have that awareness. And this is also, I'll just touch on this briefly, where the twin flame comes in. Because there are subplanes here as well, and this is where the divine complement, which um, is actually the opposite polarity of our androgynous light body. So it's another androgynous form. In other words, an androgynous male for an androgynous female. But I'm not sure that that's really listed or limited to gender as we would think of it in in the lower right. worlds. Um, but right. that is, is uh, a component. And I, I know for myself in some of the opportunities I've had to seed energies at various times and various places in this world, I've been given a partner to come together with and I believe that we would have overlays that would come down that would be twin souls in order to do that work and then when that was complete it was done so I've experienced it that way as well and then just quickly moving along the sixth dimensional would be the divine child in your body the seventh dimension would be the oversoul or the soul family embodiment and we would you know feel that reunion and it would make us feel really good (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. the eighth dimensional is where the archetypes and the prototypes come in and um, it's an original version for all the forms and this uh, is something that also involves the entire soul family uh, in all worlds so it's quite a large area and then the 9d is the group soul becomes so large that you might say it would need a planet to be its form. And then you get to the 10th dimensional, and again, the group soul would be so large that it would require a solar system to contain it in a physical form. And the 11th would be the galaxy, and then the 12th dimension would be source. And I just want to mention also that there are many other multidimensional beings that are non-physical, and you'll know Mm -hmm. them as divas, Elohim, angels, and and others that are really primarily pure consciousness. So when you get through all of this, and many of these I have experienced in this body as well in this life, um, then we jump up a little more (laughs) into what, what is being given to me and what I've come to know as the resonance of a 44th dimensional being. And so you can see that it would be unlimited. You can see that it would be in constant uh, frequency and, and range of the unity. It would also be, I think the example I might give is that if you were a musician and you learned to play an instrument, you would begin with your instrument, you would practice, and you would have a sheet of music in front of you, and it would be this process where you took what you could see and step-by-step step brought it through your body and out through the instrument. As you grow on, your teacher helps you, and then you might get to the orchestra, and there you would have, say, an, a conductor who would be the one who would be the rhythm or the heartbeat to hold everyone together and move you all along as a whole. And then you move further and you realize that the music is playing the musicians. Music plays the band. And at that stage, it all has a life of its own. And so it's a highly creative state. And it's a beautiful harmony and it is not limited in any way, shape, or form. So there are many forms and they are changing forms, and they're interacting and constantly communicating in many ways. And just to 
kind of conclude this part, I would say that my own recollection, I came to the point of realizing that I have a form that I created that is held in stasis that allows me to be here and some others and to function in this way. That makes perfect sense to me. I mean, I, I think you've done a really good job describing those dimensions because uh, you know, you and I know Christina Rose, and you know that I'm a personal friend, and she's my teacher. And she would always say to me uh, when I would call her up, and she says, "Well, I can't talk right now because I'm holding the earth in my hands, and I'm doing mm, some work." Yes. <laughs> and yes, you know, exactly. you know what that means, and I know what and that she means. Is. But, <laughs> yes, and she definitely is. And and to many yes. people, that sounds like a grandiose statement to make but if people will if our guests tonight will share with other guests um, to just to listen to those dimensional shifts of consciousness and dimensions of how we literally go beyond into and become a planetary system or a solar system and then the energy beyond that where we're holding the planets in our hands and doing conscious, intentional, energetic work to hold it together. Yes, and so, I, I just got the thought to, to add of, of Jonathan Livingston Siegel. Many of the listeners might remember that from somewhere in the past. And in the end of the, the story, he um, was talking about, well, how do you do this? And, and you just think it, and you're there. The same is true for all of these different dimensions you attune or you shift your antenna, we might say. You attune instantly to that which is because above the fifth dimension, things will materialize much more quickly, instantly. And so it's easy to um, make that step once you know how. And once you have been there, you can always find it again. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's not thing. linear. This is, an, this yes, is another yes. thing to mention. You know, overall, it's, it's really not linear, and we're using words to give a taste and a feel. Yes. If you can feel what it feels like when you have fear. In other words, many are at fourth or fifth dimensions. Now, many are at sixth dimension. Uh, sixth dimension would be where plasma is, where we walk in through. And seventh yes. dimension, when you look up at the stars, would be all that you can see as the stars. And the natives that I used to talk to many years ago, some of them, I remember a Mayan that I was speaking with that would say, well, how can you be 44th if it only goes to seven? You know, you'd go up and you'd come down. And that was just the limit here or the extension of what this local system was. And beyond yes. that then, of course, is something else. And where I come from, I mean, it's again, it's a term, but it would be like three universes out. So yes. Yes. out from this one. So it's it's just, you know, part of the omniverse or mm-hmm. whatever we <laughs> we get some other terms, you know, as we go right. on. But everyone yep, contains sounds. this within. It's a matter of you know, when you upgrade your, your um one ten to two twenty for electricity or mm-hmm. when you, you know, get the satellite and you know, you go up higher in your ability to carry higher frequencies to resonate at a higher level and to stabilize in that resonance and not get fried or not freak out with your fear coming in and acting out in other ways with all the dramas. So this is part of my work now, which I'll just mention, which is using the light language, bringing through the symbols and also the energies that are in my field. And I do contain all of the energies in one way, shape, or form of all beings that I've ever embodied in in any past, future, or alternate. It's quite a large array of frequencies. And that is my specialty coming from that dimensional world of the 44th where, where I originated. That's the ability for anyone who used to watch Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I think the character of Dax was able to um, bring in a different being. You know, the old man would, would get um, a host body in which to live on and, and, and express in this world. It's something like that. Our gift is to be able to um, transduce a wide array of different frequencies. 
And so it's time now for me to be out. I've done a lot of work behind the scenes. I have been out a little. I taught in colleges and did some other things over the years. But it's now time for me to make myself available and to bring through. A lot of people are doing light language, not a small number in the in the larger numbers, but um, there are many who are out there who are speaking the light language. I used to speak the languages, and um, sometimes occasionally I will, but now... It's a much more refined emanation, and then with the um, physical writing, um, with uh, quite a, a wide selection of different languages that are coming through now that I will make available to help build that bridge for anyone who's accelerating now and who feels that call to make this leap in consciousness, not just to the fifth dimension. Some are leaping higher at this time. And indeed, we will be bringing forth, I believe, the new human species, which we can call Homo Luminous or Homo Universalis or many other names. So really, currently, then, you're working on symbols that you're bringing down from the 44th dimension to our planetary system. Okay. Well, yes, you know, we and talk some may be we from within the system, and, and some might be from without. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when we talked before the show started, and we talked about, you know, what will these symbols be on, and you know, I really want to encourage you to. Um, I keep on seeing. We talked about like mats or yoga mats, mm-hmm. where these mm-hmm. symbols would be placed on, and or I have seen it where I have watched people put these symbols on their plates or underneath their Mm -hmm. plates so they Mm -hmm. can consume or do this integration to um, up us to a higher voltage right now. Um, I I think the idea is just to have it in the field one way or another. And for some, they may access it physically, and some it may be through visual, and for some it just may shift the energy in the room or, or, you know come into them in another way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was what was the number one thing that you would tell our guests as we move through this period of time of great change on this dimension on planet Earth? What what's the number one thing you would tell our listeners that as we move into this period of time of great change what what they could do or what you would suggest they do as they move into this highly, highly powerful time of metamorphosis into the new human being? Well, I really want to just say, first off, that each and every single one of you is loved more than you could possibly know. And I know this is hard to take in sometimes. We hear it as words, but the energy of love is just so magnificent and flowing freely and really in acknowledgement in each and every person who is on the planet right now, whether you are awake or not, whether you are accelerating your fields, whether you have any clue, it is a wondrous time. And so really to appreciate yourself and say thank you to yourself for being where you are right now and to be patient with yourself as you go through various changes. The key really is, from my perspective and all the work that I've done to um, become in the embodiment of what I am now, is that key to love yourself. And when we can love ourselves and accept all parts of ourselves, all of our creations are divinely guided. And this is bringing forth that fulfillment of the golden age. And so it is a marvelous time to be here. For some, they're actively studying or or doing something to to prepare and to create. And for others, they don't have a clue. And all you really need to do is realize that you can let go of everything that no longer serves and just be here now and be here now as who you are. Mm-hmm. And to know that you are about a beautiful and powerful divine spark of God's love. And that really is enough. I love it that you just talked about the embodiment of it. Because as a spiritual teacher, as a director and founder of the Hope Interfaith Center, I, I'm trying to teach our listeners and our guests and the people who come about that embodiment and not just having the knowledge of the dimension, because there's many people 
who could rattle off the information of the information of the of the dimensions because yeah. they've been taught it, but they don't embody it. Can you just speak? Because I'm such a person who puts that, you know, <laughs> puts that out there to people. Can you help the listeners understand what that means to become the embodiment of these dimensional frequencies and of love? Yes, and I think this would be one of my suggestions um, for anyone at any level of development to, I'll use the word meditation, and that may be with your eyes open or your eyes closed, and there are many ways to meditate. But in that process of centering yourself in this moment, you still the mind, whatever the chatter is, you set it aside, you uh, thank it for being there, but you really set it aside and be in that still moment and open. You know, you can't give birth with your legs crossed and wrapped up and tied in a knot. You need to open to allow that birth, that baby to come on through. And it's a lot like that. When we use the Mm -hmm. word surrender, people at different dimensional levels may have fear around that. Well, who am I surrendering to? What am I doing? I don't know. You're really surrendering to your higher self. You're surrendering to that part of you that is in a higher frequency. And whether that is uh, in the lower ranges or the extreme high, you can surrender to source is what I generally do because that's the highest in my way of reference. And when I do that, I allow this energy to flow freely. And perhaps the thought of, um, you know, the dominoes that are all lined up sometimes to look like one picture, and then you start Mm -hmm. flipping the dominoes, and eventually the whole picture changes. That's what's happening with the energies that are pouring in now to shift our bodies, to raise us in frequencies. And when they come to a place where fear or an old grudge or something, you know, is not quite aligned, it can't go any further, and it's a block, or it's, it's a, a little bit out of alignment, we say. And you need to go and reset that domino to allow that energy to continue to flow. I, years ago, I, I really, it was back in the early 90s, and um, I had a friend who had a biofeedback set up for working with body systems and that sort of thing, and I wanted to help understand myself what was going on when I would feel certain things. And so he programmed in interference patterns and he opened it up so he could measure higher than 100 and higher than 1,000. I wanted him to be able to, you know, really unlimited numbers. And he did this quite well. And what I learned from it all was that on certain days, what was going on with my body physically had absolutely nothing to do with what was going on with me. And it actually showed where my energies were around the planet or off planet and all these other harmonics. And so it helped me understand that by the time I felt something, back in those days I had a little something left over with my father or this or that, and I would, you know, feel it in my body. And by the time, looking at how this mapped out, by the time I felt it, it was already shifted and it was on its way out. So I didn't have to work it. I didn't have to do anything with it, but allow for that flow. So when we come into that still point and we create a loving field, think of the most loving idea that you can to bring that loving field into you a moment that you experienced, if you need to use a reference, if you can't just open to love, get a good field of love there and then allow yourself to adjust in whatever way you need to. And just know that when you surrender, it allows it to come through and attune and harmonize. And that's the same thing with when I work with people. I allow my flow, you know, you and I talked earlier and the energy has really been shifting and amping and doing a lot of things in the last 24 hours for this. And so I know that when I'm ready to really um, do something to assist someone, I allow it. I open, I set my intention that it will be for the highest good in all of the ways that, that we would do. But I allow it to come through without needing to control it. I allow it, knowing that it will be received by those who open to receive it, and it will be able to be utilized now or at a more appropriate time for them when they are ready. It's holographic information, and it contains the whole of what they need. Um, And so it's really up to them to receive, and I do what I can to assist that to be able to embody it and allow 
for their own growth and expansion in that way. Mm-hmm. So one of the um, things that Christina Rose has always asked me to do when I'm either doing my work personally on one-to-one or doing the radio talk blog shows is to help our guests experience energy and not yes. just to listen to the information, just to have our guests or our audience just to experience the energy of this cosmic oneness and the different dimensions. So would it be possible, and maybe you're already doing this to us, I don't know, would it be possible <laughs> for you to share with all of us an opportunity right now from a 44th dimensional being that you can help us uh, that you will project your energy or symbols into us. Um, well, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to um, facilitate this experience of the energies. I will let you know that I don't really need to project anything. Right. It is okay. you know, more a case of, uh, well, it's a case of less is more, really. Right. I allow right. for the activation of the flow of the light. The light is the holographic information, and it will come into their fields. I will say that it is already happening, but this next part that we're going to do will be with their permission to open and experience it in whatever way that they choose. So we'll just, if you're ready, maybe go into I'm, that. I'll just I lead think us that in. Would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then after a little while, we'll bring us back. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I just want everyone to be in a safe mode, so if you're using a knife or driving in traffic, that you might do this at a later time or pull off on the side of the road. And just allow yourself to be comfortable and take in a breath and relax on that exhale, letting go of anything that may have happened at any other time that no longer serves in this now. And as you continue to breathe in life energy, let's expand our individual fields of light. Just allow yourself to grow larger, becoming one unified field now of love, light. We'll expand into our fourth and fifth dimensional selves and beyond. And I want you just to open and allow yourself to feel, just observe what it feels like to be in an expanded state where you don't have to hold on to anything. Just allow yourself to breathe. You might feel that oneness and feel that love and feel that joy, that sense of connection. And as you allow yourself to dissolve further into this oneness, and beyond, give yourself permission, if you choose, to receive and experience what is here for your most benevolent outcome. Your multidimensional self knows how to do this and does so now, all on its own. open as you can, allowing. Very good. Now that the flow is continuing on, you're able to bring your awareness back into this world, knowing that this flow will continue. 
that you are able to continue receiving and integrating all that you have been given access into this here and now. Bring your awareness gently back into this world, into the space that we share together, this expanded field of love and light. Bring your awareness back into your own body. Take a beautiful breath of life to nurture this beautiful body. And thank yourself for being here now in this way, choosing to accelerate your light bodies and preparing yourselves for your individual and collective roles. Know that you have received, and I can just say to you that this will be something different for each of you. Just allow and know that what you have received, you may receive only a small part of in your conscious mind, and it will unfold over time. I'll just say if anyone needs to contact me or follow through, we'll give you a way to do that as well. And Hope, have you come back to join us now? <laughs> I ha- I have come back. I don't. It was just the experience of seeing and feeling all of us in the oneness mm. was so expansive for me, and your voice was so beautiful that it certainly um, made me dissolve uh, mm. the me who I thought I was, and really see the essence of the truth, the bigness of of Mm. who I am and who everyone else is as well. So I want to thank you. Thank you for that. You know, this is such a a great joy for me because, you know, I have five children and I'm on my sixth grandchild on my way and all of my kids have said and all of my grandchildren who... I bring them into this information instantly. We look at the stars. We talk about star beings. We talk about the non-physical beings and the angels that are with them. And my life has been so incredibly blessed to meet Mm. uh, beloved people like you and Christina and having all the beloved listeners listen to this. and, And so it's just been... Wonderful. So do you have any last words that you'd like to tell our listeners um, from a spatial, 40, a 44th dimensional being, my friend? Is there any information or last words that you would like to give them as they go through this time of great change? I think one thing that just came to me that might be important is to remember that Beyond all of the manifestations, beyond all of the teachings, beyond all the dogma, beyond all the individual experiences, is the pure love of our source that we may call God or by many other names. And so not to get too hung up or to hold on too tightly, to remember that there is always something more. And I know right now there's a lot of people in the oneness movement that I experience, and I think you have oneness um, practice in in your own um, center there as well. There is so much more than this. A lot of people think, oh, that's it. Now we get to be one, you know. And some people think oneness, oh, no, now I'm in the chaos with everybody. And there's a lot of, (laughs) you know, anticipation and hesitation about it all. The resistance is there. But to remember that we are able to be the individual to maintain our own connection with Source as well as to experience the wholeness of all creations from Source and that there is even more that awaits us. So when I say when is a good time to awaken and expand, and if not now, when? It's really time that we give ourselves permission 
as the energies in the earth history right now are providing that opportunity for us to really come forth and be who we are. If we're not going to do it, who's going to take our place? This is why we're here. So I just encourage everyone to take that step, to have that connection with Source be strong and, and continue to step outside of every box you come upon. That's what I've done, and I keep going on, <laughs> and I'm yes, still I here. Love it. So, <laughs> even even the oneness group can be a box that we put ourselves in. Oh, definitely, they're putting yes. it into a teaching structure and certifying it, and making it an educational system yes. in many ways. Yes. Not every yes. individual, but the structure itself right. becomes that in the old system. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take what yeah. you gain and continue on. I always say grow beyond all your teachers. Yes, yes. I love <laughs> If you can. <laughs> yes. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us, my dear, tonight. It's been just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to bring this to all of my beloved listeners who have listened to this. If our, any of our guests or audience wants to get a hold of you for additional questions or for healing, or for information, or for the sacred symbols of how they can get your your books that are coming in. Um, how can they do this? Where can they contact you? Well, thank you, Hope. Um, I would love to hear from your guests. And I would say the best way is to email me through my email address, which is Blue Sage Sues. That's B-L-U-E-S-A-G-E. S-U-Z, like in zebra, at USA.net. And to help me, if you're interested in something like a personal session, and I only do a few of these at this time, if you would just put personal session in the subject line, or if you're interested in a small group retreat in Sedona, where I live, I'm going to be doing a small group gathering in February of next year. You could put retreat in the subject line, or if you are only interested in the books and the light language, um, I they are in their final preparations now to then go to the publisher, so they'll be out sometime in the near future. You could just put book in the subject line. And if you just want to contact me for any reason, you could put pure hope on the subject line. And that way I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So those are just guidelines to help me a little bit if Uh they serve. So be it. And I really want to thank Hope. Thank you so much. And your devoted staff. I know Jody is just marvelous. And also Tom for his assistance wherever he is right now who's assisting with this show. And for having me on as a guest, um, because it is time and I really appreciate this opportunity. And I was guided to you knowing that your audience would be the ones that I would need to connect with at this time um, to assist. And I want to say, may all who are called receive benefit. Thank you very much, and a happy Thanksgiving to you all. Thank you. Thank you so much. I would like to thank all of you for joining me this evening. May you all be blessed beyond measure, and may you all remember that you are light and that you are love. Whenever you feel anxious, lonely, or sad, do not hesitate to call forth your family of light. You are not alone. We are not alone. Let the pure cleansing energy of their love, the spatial beings of love and light who are here now, let their love fill your heart and permeate your whole being. Also, feel your own radiance. My beloved family of light, just feel your own beautiful, pure radiance. You are all light workers making this world a better place. If you have enjoyed this broadcast, please invite others to take your hand and travel with you on this very sacred path of love and liberation and enlightenment. Invite them to listen to the Pure Hope Show. Share this on your Facebook. Pass on the love that has been given to you. We all need each other. And if you want more information about our beautiful temple here at the Hope Interfaith Center, 
please check out our website. It is being worked on, so you will have an archive that you will be seeing in January. We're hoping that the new website will be up. But right now, the website will have archives of giving you information of what we do here at the Hope Interfaith Center. That website is www. and then all lowercase Hope Interfaith Center. Dot com. So don't hesitate to call us at the temple as well. My sweet Jody will answer the phone. The number at the temple is 507-386-1242. And we will send out a newsletter for this coming winter. May you all have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Beloved Father, Mother, God, and beloved legions of light throughout infinity who have come to assist us during this sacred moment of this broadcast. I love you. And I am eternally grateful for your presence in my heart and throughout the universe. Namaste, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Rev. Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true.